What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading for the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be talking all about how to grow your business. Now, if you're a leader and you're like, man, I don't know how to grow my business, then I'm going to talk about how to serve your tribe, how to serve your people, okay? So it's going to be like a multifaceted um, podcast slash vlog slash whatever you want to call this thing that we're doing nowadays, but we're going to be talking a little bit about like how to serve your tribe and some of the things that we're doing to serve our tribe and some of the things that are coming up in the near future. So, and we're going to dig deep into a conversation that I had with one of our clients the other day, which was super awesome. So as I take this string of coffee, um, cue up theme song. We'll be right back in just a second. The big question is this, how are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Man, that was good. So glad y'all let me have that copy, and I'm so glad that y'all are still here. So let's talk a little bit about like growing your business, growing your brand, how to expand. So the other day, I got this call from a buddy of mine. He's like, hey, we're thinking about selling our business. Well, his, he actually is in a meat business is what he does is they've got um, a business where they buy animals at wholesale and then they do restaurant quality cuts and they sell those cuts and they're trying to figure out, you know, okay, we've been doing this for like four or five years. We're, we're not fully devoted to this anymore. We want to figure out how to, how to change this, right? How to, how to get out of this, how to, how to move from point A to point B, whatever, you know? And so there's a, there's a couple things there that, that they were trying to figure out how to transition in. And they were like, okay, so how do we, how do we move this business? Right. And, and, um, really the, the truth was, was that they didn't need to move the business. They just needed to pivot, right. Because they weren't willing to like pivot and do what their customers need. They weren't looking at their customers. That's why they'd been stagnant and how they could serve their customers more because there's always more ways to serve their customers. Um, gonna, I'm going to kind of pivot this conversation here a little bit. I had another conversation with somebody who was actually looking at buying part of our business that we were getting ready to sell. And we decided to keep that business in house. Um, super excited about it, by the way, but we were looking at potentially like selling part of it. And I asked him, I, I said, you know, this doesn't really like, I, I'm excited for you guys to think about buying this. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited about it, but how does this serve your current customers more? Because our current customers are, are homeowners right? They deliver water for a living and, um, their business is really good in there and it's profitable and it makes decent money. Right. And so I asked him, I was like, how do you, how does this serve your customers? Because this is almost like starting off a whole new business that doesn't actually serve your customers. And I understand because I'm that way. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, what can we do? Right. And as a leader, I'm always the same way as well. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Okay. Going on all these different directions. But I asked him, I was like, how can you serve your current customers more? You want to grow. You want to expand. You've been stagnant for a couple of years. How do you serve your current customers more? That's how you're going to grow. And so we sat there and we chatted about it for a little while. And and um, I was just having a coffee with him and his wife. And it started out being about our business, all about the part of it that they were looking at. And they had some questions on it and whether how we might do it and what we might do and like what it might look like and and um, and that kind of stuff. And I just asked him in the end, I said, I said, you know, let's let's pivot on this conversation and, and let's talk about how you guys can grow your business because 
I think you can expand what you currently have. Like you're not at capacity. And, and they're like, oh, well, the only way we can grow is to get more routes, to get more customers. Like, no, there's other ways you can grow. Like, how do you serve your current customers better? What can I do to serve my current customers more, right? What else do they need that I can provide? And so we sit there and we brainstormed for probably five minutes, 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, so they, they had this one thing that they're doing. It's brand new. It's like fully automates the whole water delivery system to where they don't even have to worry about it. They get notified when the cistern gets below, when the water tank gets below, like, half, then they come, they fill it back up. Right. And so it's no more as needed on call. They can actually schedule because they know what their levels are. And I was like, and what will people pay for that? Can you get that on a monthly service? Can you get that on a subscription form to where they're like, you know, coming in and taking care of it. And then they also pay you to install it as part of it as part of this deal. Right. And then you could do two or three other things with it. And we came up with like seven ways that they could grow their business. And in all honesty, like the truth is, is that we figured out how to take them from we're just, I'm just going to use a number here. We figured out how to take them from 500K in revenue to 800K in revenue in like 30 minutes and without hiring more than one person. So like they can go from 500,000 to three to 800,000 without actually like with, with one more salary of $50,000 a year. So $75,000 a year employee, right? And if you, if you don't have employees, like you're not going to understand that employees cost you more than what, what they make on their paycheck, but people who are, who are employees don't necessarily understand that. And, and I didn't understand that either for like the longest time until I got employees. It's like, Oh my gosh, it's just so expensive. But anyways, my, my point is, is like there, they can scale their business by 50%. So they can actually go 1.5 times their business boom in a year with one person. And then that's residual income, right? And then they can continue to grow and then they can add more and then they can, you know, we've come up with like five or six different things that they could do in 30 minutes to actually grow their business and to make that extra money they would have been making had they bought that part of our business. Um, there's, there's different things that go with that though, right? And you're sitting there and you might be sitting there listening to this and you're like, Dan, I just, I just don't like, I'm a leader. How do I, how do I serve my people? I'm not trying to grow my revenue. Well, we're all trying to grow our revenue. Don't lie. If you're not trying to grow your revenue, you're doing something wrong. If you're making enough money that you're, that you are satisfied with that, that's great, right? There's no problems with that at all, but we're all trying to grow our revenue. If we work for somebody else, we're trying to grow our revenue. And the only way to grow our revenue is to grow their revenue, right? And if we're in safety, it's our job as a leader to help them not have the loss, right? If we're in DOT, it's our job to help them make sure they don't get the audits, right? It's up to coach those drivers to save the trucks. If we're in fleet, it's our job to help make sure that we're utilizing the fleet to the best of its advantage and that people are trained and we're not just costing money. Do you guys, do you guys understand this? Like if we look at how we serve as a leader, if we look at how we serve our company and how we serve our people, then we're going to be so much better off. And it's gonna be so much easier to make more money to add more to our pocketbook because we saved them. So a great example is this. I worked for this one company one time. I was their DOT manager. Um, and and they're like, it's costing us over $3 million to register all of our vehicles every year. And I, I said, huh, that's interesting. Well, we've got all these different shops and all these different areas and all of our trucks travel around all, all over the place. And, and I started thinking a little bit outside the box, right? So they've only been registered in like one state, but they're, 
Every truck is going through every state nationwide, except for like north of New York, right? And we avoided California, kind of. We kind of went into California for a little bit, but we avoided California for the most part. Um, and we didn't go to Alaska or Hawaii. But my point is like we were in all we were all over the U.S., right? And so I started doing some looking, started doing some research, and I figured out that if we made our home terminal in Oklahoma, we could save a ton of money, like a ton of money. Annually, we could save almost $1.5 million just on vehicle registration by going to a different state. And so started like, that was one way that I saved them money that allowed them to give me a raise, right? And then, and then I started looking at it because I was a DOT guy. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna do all this in-house by myself and I'm not gonna pay for software to begin with. And what I found out was, was that my day was too crowded. I was too busy. I couldn't keep up on everything. It was too much work and I needed an assistant. So I said, okay, instead of hiring an assistant to do all this, I'm gonna look at a software solution that they can make this simpler, right? And I ended up never actually buying one because there was none that could do what I needed it to do. And that's why we built .docs, D-O-T-D-O-C-S.com. That's why the software lives is because we needed it. I needed it to do what I was doing to make my life simpler in my business. Like I built it for me and I built it thinking about what I would have done if I was if I was back in my original shoes whenever I was first doing DOT compliance. But I found a way to save them money, right? I was looking for ways to save them money, not cost them money. Does that make sense? And then the next thing I did was I started training drivers on how to get through ports of entries and get inspection with no violations. And we started incentivizing that. And so the same thing, right? We want to talk about how like a driver can add more to the company's bottom line. So every inspection you get costs you um, points. We're going to call it points. Sometimes it costs you money. If you get an inspection by like law enforcement in a commercial vehicle at a roadside, sometimes they give you a ticket, but a lot of times it costs you points. And all those points, as soon as you get enough points, it triggers this thing and you get this audit, okay? And so what we did is we started incentivizing drivers with a little bit of money in their pocket, okay, to come in and and become this, get every no, every inspection they got with no violations, we would give them money back. And then we, we played it up, okay? So there's something big about psychology of this. I didn't just be like, hey, here's your $100, right? Like I did it in front of the whole group. And it'd be like, Dwayne got seven inspections with no violations in the last month. Here's Dwayne, $700, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, do you see how that works? Like, we would put it all on one credit card. And it would be branded and it would be awesome. And we'd give it to him in front of the whole world. And we'd tell the whole world what was going on. Then I gave him social media love. And I did it on my personal social media because I wasn't, I didn't have access to the company one. So I was building a personal brand for what was going on with this as a leader. And I was serving my tribe. And you know what happened? You know what happened? Like this is this is no crap. You know what happened? I doubled my salary in like two years. Now I know you're like, Dan, you saved them millions of dollars. I should be paying you a lot more than that. But no, I don't. I, I, it's not. That's not the point. I'm not after them. The company losing everything that I just gained them. I didn't even want part of what I gained them. But because I helped them so much, because we started getting so many inspections with no violations, because we saved them so much money on vehicles registration because we saved them money on driver training because we did all of this stuff right i was able to get raises in my salary so if you're a leader and you're like how do i get a raise how do i get a raise you've got to go out and serve your tribe if you're a business owner and you're like how do i give myself a raise i want to make more money i need to do this i need to do that you've got to figure out how to serve your tribe if you don't serve your tribe if you don't take care of them you know what's going to happen they're going to leave you hanging. They're going to be like, oh, these people don't care about me anymore. I'm just going to go. 
I don't need them. They don't, they don't want me. They don't need me. They're not serving me. I'm just going to leave, right? And that's what happens. That's why it's so important to serve your tribe. That's why it's so important to, to get out there and like look at how you can serve your people, no matter what it is. If you're in safety, your job shouldn't be to go out and catch them doing something wrong. And if you have that mentality, like I'm just going to flat throw this out here. If you're in safety, if you're in HR, if you're in risk management, if you're in DOT, if it's your job to go find them doing something wrong, you have an issue. Let me say that again. You have an issue. And I know because I was there. I've done that. And you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing good. People didn't like me. People didn't, didn't want to deal with me. Whenever I went out with the intention to help them, when I didn't catch it, when I'd be like, oh, man, hey, here's, here's a problem. Let me show you how to fix that. That way it doesn't happen again. Then you know what would happen? Then they're like, oh my gosh, this guy is awesome. We love Dan when he comes out to see us. And people are inviting me and begging me to go across the country to their job sites to check out their stuff. And that's what I used to do for a long time. I would literally go to Mississippi, Pennsylvania, all over. And, and the first trip was always just literally getting to know everybody, literally figuring it all out, getting bought in, getting buy-in from the people. By the third, fourth trip, Everybody on the crew was excited to see me. Nobody was like, oh, here's Dan the DOT man. They were all like, oh, man, Dan's here. How awesome is this? Because I didn't make them feel like idiots. Because it goes to a whole other point, though. And that gets into the how to win friends and influence people stuff that I was doing before I ever knew, knew about the book. In all honesty. But the truth is, is like, if you think about how to serve your tribe, if you think about how to serve your people... You are going to be constantly moving ahead. And so that's why if you've looked behind me, you've seen the Unlock the Secrets of DOT. We're looking at how to serve our people more. And, and our people, let me, let me tell you who our people are. So, so y'all know this, so you can kind of figure this out, right? So our people are the people who use trucks in their business. Not necessarily trucking companies. Like we work with trucking companies, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of companies out there that want to help trucking companies. We help companies who use trucks in their business. So we're talking about cities, counties, school districts, construction companies, excavation companies, concrete companies, trash companies, electric co-ops, um, propane delivery, farm co-ops, like um, agriculture. Anybody who, who, has, who doesn't have to but chooses to buy a truck to make their business easier, right? They made the choice to buy a truck and get a driver, multiple trucks, and get drivers to make their business easier. We help our customers, people like that, grow their business. Sometimes it's through like coaching conversations, you know, okay, let's sit down and talk for 30 minutes about how you can scale your business up. You want to scale? Let's talk. Let's figure this out. Like I helped a company who makes 25 million a year go to 50 million a year and the potential to go even higher than that, should they so choose, right? Like, we're, we've got them on track. They've already gained $5 million this year in revenue already from 30 minutes talking with me. Like, how much is that worth? Right? And the, and the opportunity for them to double it, should they choose to, like, they have to make those choices, right? And that's the thing is, like, I could sit there and I could go give people this advice. And I, I could be a full-time coach and help them with that. But that's that's not serving enough people within my tribe. Does that make sense? I'm not serving my entire tribe whenever I go out and I... And I talk to one or two people or I spend 30 minutes a day with somebody. My time is limited. 
Now, granted, I'm helping them, but I can help a lot more people all at once by doing, you know, live events. And that's what this Unlock the Secrets of DOT is all about. It's about live events and it's about getting in different places. And so we're like our first one is scheduled for Provo, Utah, and it's July 14th. So if you're listening to this after July 14th, you missed it. But <laughs> if you're listening to it before that and you want to come to the very first ever Unlock the Secrets of DOT event, it's going to be in Provo, Utah, July 14th. We're doing it at the Residence Inn, a Marriott right there in Provo. Our goal is to to get the Provo area there. But if you want to travel to it, I'm all about it, right? We're I'm traveling to it. So everybody else can travel to it too. But we're going to be doing more of these, right? We're going to be doing this nationwide. This is going to become a nationwide series that we do. And then it's going to become a course. Then it's going to be online. Then it's going to be a book, right? Do you see, do you see where this goes? Like we're going to be able to serve our tribe in a million different ways. And there's a really good chance that we're going to take the audio from this, the videos from this, and turn them into courses as we move on because it's going to be awesome. We're going to have fun stuff. It's going to be great. And I'm just so excited. I'm so excited for this Unlock the Secrets of DOT series that's going to be happening in the very near future. And I got to tell you, like I totally made this this thing. Like you can't hardly see if there's a lock on that one side. You see the lock right behind me. I made that lock. It's all grunged. Like I did, I did everything with that. So I'm super excited that I got in there in Photoshop and like did it all. Like that's super exciting for me too. But that's how we're serving our tribe. And by serving our tribe, we're going to grow our business. We're going to grow our following. We're going to grow everything that comes with that. So it's not about it's not about well, it is about how do I make more money, right? But money is just just a measuring factor. It's just it's just the way that you measure stuff. It's the way that I'm measuring this business, right? Is business like it's a game? Business is a game, and and the more you try, the more you play, the better you get, the better you understand it. Okay, leadership is a game. The more you lead, the more different things you try, the better you understand it, the better you get. The the less you have to worry about anything because it just kind of comes to you naturally and it's always going to be scary. And that's the thing you got to realize is like whenever you're doing something new, it's scary. I can tell you like I'm super scared for this event. Super scared. I'm scared that we're going to do it. We're going to put money into it and nobody's going to show up. Scared to death of that. Scared to death that it's going to flop hardcore because a lot of stuff I do fails. Like I've tried like eight things this year that failed. And most people would quit and give up. But not me. I'm just like, okay, pick up shovel, keep digging. Let's dig in a new hole, right? It's, it's, it's like you dig a well and there's no water. And and I dig down a little bit deeper and there's no water. And I dig down a little bit deeper and there's no water. And finally, it's like, okay, let's start digging a new hole. So I moved locations and I started digging a new hole. <laughs> that's, that's the way I feel. I feel like I've dug eight wells this year and nothing's worked the way it's supposed to work. Like eight or nine wells. And it's just unreal. It's just unreal. This one, this one's going to work. This one's going to work. I know it's going to work because we're going to take our show on the road to different people and we're going to get a setup and we're going to go to all these different areas. And the other thing we're going to do that's super awesome is we're like, okay, we need to serve our people. Our people want live events. They want to learn how to get places. They want to learn about different stuff. And we want to teach them more than just DOT. And I, I, they want to hear more than just me talk. So we're actually working on planning a live event right now in like North Carolina. We're looking at Charlotte and we're looking at the first, second, third week of October, which is going to be super freaking awesome. I can't wait for that. And just so excited for all the coming up. And that one, we're trying to get 500 people at. These these ones, right, we're, we're trying to get like 50 in the Unlock the Secrets of DOT series, right? We're trying to get like 50 people at those. Um, 50 to 100, depending on the room. But we're trying to get 500 people to Charlotte, North Carolina for our first ever annual DOT live event, which is something that I want to do. And it's not just going to be about DOT. It's going to be about DOT, DOT fleet, leadership, um, 
and then it's gonna be super awesome we're looking to bring in some super great people for that one we're already in contact with a bunch of people i can't let any names slip right now but um like we're looking at some really really fun stuff for north carolina so i'm super super excited about it and i can't i just can't wait for it to happen i can't wait for it to, to go on and like north carolina in the fall like that's like the top of the smoky mountains you go out there, you fly Monday, you fly home the following Sunday, right? You take Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with us, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you spin in the Smoky Mountains. How cool would that be? We're talking about taking our VIPs to Charlotte Speedway, um, uh, like Tuesday or something like that. Because, uh, yeah, maybe 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 Monday. I don't know. We're trying to figure it all out. But we're talking about anybody who gets VIP is going to get, we're going to do something special at like Charlotte Speedway. And and um, if we have anybody who, who joins our inner circle, we're talking about keeping them for a day and doing something like driving a race car or some crap like that around the racetrack. Like, how cool would that be to drive 200 miles an hour around the racetrack? It'd be an awesome experience, right? So we're looking at some really fun stuff for that. And it's going to be really awesome. I'm super excited for that. But like, going back to the point of all this, it's about how you serve your people more. And you figure out how to serve your people. You figure out what they want. You figure out what they need. You'll be able to serve them. And once you can serve them, then guess what? then you can move forward without any issues and you can serve your tribe and you're going to give yourself a raise every time you serve your people more. So stop thinking about how can I make more money and start thinking about how can I serve my people as a leader? How do I serve my people as an owner? How do I serve my customers, current customers, not new customers, current customers. You can always be thinking about how to grow your business, but by serving your current customers, you will grow your business. And I can tell you, this live event is the very beginning of serving our customers that we're going to do because our business is about ready to go like this. And I'm so excited. I'm scared to death because we're doing stuff that we've never done before and we're growing in ways we've never grown before, but our business is going to be like, because we're not after serving a hundred people. We're after serving hundreds of thousands of customers and that's what we want. And that's where we want to be. So Guys, I just want to wrap up here. I want to say, first off, thanks for joining us. And second off, if you didn't like this, what are you still doing here? Why are you wasting your time listening to me? If you loved it, like it, subscribe it, share it, tag me in a post. Seriously, I'll give you some love, okay? Um, the other thing I want to say is this, is like our team is constantly growing. If you're like, oh man, I'd love to be a part of the Eclipse DOT team, then you need to hit us up. You need to you need to go to our, our new website, EclipseDOT.com slash careers, I think is what it is. Um, to get to the career section, go through the whole process, check it all out, look at what we've got opening. If you're like, oh man, there's I, I don't see a position here that I love, then let us know because just choose your resume anyways and be like, hey, keep us an idea of keep us open for this because we're always looking for the best talent to join our team. All right. And I know that you're only as good as the weakest link in the chain. So our entire team has to be awesome because I want to be the weakest link in our chain. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. Remember, like it, subscribe it, share it, and to wrap up, stop thinking about yourself and how I give myself a raise and start thinking about how do I serve my people. By serving your people, you will give yourself a raise. Alright, talk to you guys later.